Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kiley. Right now, we are very happy to continue previewing today's matchup between the Cardinals and the Phillies with the Phillies beat writer for the Philly Inquirer. He's Scott Lauber joining us here on the show via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Scott, we appreciate the time, man. I know it's a bit out there for you down at the ballpark. Uh, let's start with this. There was a decision that the Phillies decided to make with their lineup. I think it's a really smart one by putting Real Muto third and Bryce Harper in the cleanup spot today. Have you been able to talk with anybody around the team on what specifically went into that decision? Yeah, I, so the biggest thing was, um, and you're right, that's that's flip-flopped from what it normally is. Um, and and the biggest the biggest reason there is, um, you know, they've got Schwarber's a left-handed hitter, Harper's a left-handed hitter. They wanted to get a little more space between them in the lineup so that it's not as easy for the Cardinals to say, you know, bring in a lefty to face Schwarber and Harper. Um, you know, it maybe makes them make a little bit more of a decision in terms of how they use their bullpen and how they use their pitching. So, and also with Quintana on the mound. I mean, we know how good he's been against lefties all year long. It gives them a little bit more space, puts two righties in the two and three hole and, Maybe gives them a little bit of a different look, but you're right. Normally, it's been it's been Harper third and Real Muto fourth. So, Scott, from the Phillies' perspective, when you heard that Jose Quintana was starting game number one, what was your reaction? Um, well, I think it's a nice move by the Cardinals. I understand why they're doing it. I mean, if you had to, if you had to essentially game plan against the Phillies, um, you know, I think you're looking at Harper, Schwarber, and Real Muto as kind of the three guys that you don't want to have beat you, and two of the three are left-handed hitters. And also the way Quintana has pitched down the stretch, really since the deadline, since he was acquired. Um, it's interesting, guys, because the Phillies looked into uh, trading for him as well. Um, you know, at the deadline, they faced him in Pittsburgh, actually, a couple of days before the deadline, looked into a deal for him, wound up getting Noah Syndergaard instead uh, after Quintana came to the Cardinals. So, He's pitched really well, and, and I wasn't surprised given uh, the recent history and you know the fact that two of the uh, Phillies' three uh, big hitters are, are left-handed. We're talking to Scott Lauber. He covers the Phillies for the Philly Inquirer. He's joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Uh, Scott, tell us a little bit about Zach Wheeler and what Cardinals fans can expect from him today. I know that recently he hasn't been going quite as long in games after that IL stint. Where's he at physically right now? Well, that's a great question um, because um, he's had three starts since he's been back from the IL. Um, they they set it up so that um, 
he what they were hoping for was that he would be uh, basically at full at uh, his workload would be at full strength by now by the start of the playoffs. Uh, they didn't quite get there because he pitched last Sunday in Washington. It was a rainy day. Uh, they had a big lead. Uh, it was a wet mound, wet conditions, and they took him out after five innings and seventy-seven pitches. You know, and Rob Thompson admitted yesterday. I asked him if if they got Wheeler to where they wanted to, and he admitted they might have preferred to get him another inning uh, last Sunday in Washington. They didn't get there. So Wheeler doesn't seem overly concerned about it. He has not pitched in the seventh inning of a game since I believe August 3rd. Um, he missed five starts with uh, a little bit of elbow inflammation. They were never, um, they, they never thought it was serious enough where his, the rest of his season would be in jeopardy, but it was serious enough to put him on the injured list. And he missed probably two or three more starts than they expected him to miss. Um, but you know, so it, it's definitely a, uh, something to watch today as they get into the middle innings. Uh, and as his pitch count gets north of about 70 or so, uh, to see where the velocity's at, to see, uh, how he's going and to see whether he can give them, uh, you know, he went six in his, um, not his last start, but the one before that. And then he went five on Sunday. Can he give them seven if they needed it? Because their bullpen, um, their bullpen's been, um, been in a bit of flux lately. Uh, they're walking a lot of guys, and they're depending on some guys who they didn't depend on earlier in the year, like Zach Eflin, who was a starter. So I think they'd really love to get seven out of Wheeler, and we'll see if he can give it to them. Scott, uh, the expectation, of course, is Aaron Nola getting that game two start for the Phillies. How much stock do you put into the lack of postseason experience for both Wheeler and Nola? Yeah, it's it's something. Um, you know, I, I wrote about this a little bit today um, in terms of in terms of Wheeler, and of course the same applies to Nola. You know, it's funny because um, you know they trust Wheeler and Nola uh, incredibly immensely, and if you talk to people in the organization, they feel like their path all along. They felt like their path would be if they could get to the postseason um, with Wheeler in Game One and Nola in Game Two. They love their chances. Love. They really love their chances. So this is kind of the ideal scenario for them. But as we know, October does some strange things to even really good pitchers sometimes, right? Like, you know, for, I, I was writing about this today. Like for every Roy Halladay who throws a, a no-hitter in his first postseason start, you've got a bunch of Clayton Kershaws, right, who struggle when they get to the postseason. Um, you know, I remember years ago I was covering the Red Sox, and we were in this, they were in the same situation with Chris Sale, not knowing how he was going to do. He had a great year in 2017 and they didn't really know because he'd never pitched in the postseason and he got hit hard game one so it's funny um you know october can do some weird things and and those two guys have never experienced that so yeah i I don't think he can be ignored they they are both pretty laid back pretty um pretty uh pretty uh even keeled guys and so i i wouldn't imagine that they'd get all that rattled but like i said you put them in a you put pitchers even really good ones in a setting like this and sometimes the game speeds up a little bit and the glare is a little bit hotter and uh some weird things tend to happen so we'll see we'll see how they react baseball is notoriously difficult to predict and it becomes even more hard to predict in a three-game series in the postseason scott but if i said the phillies win this series if blank and they will lose this series if blank how would you fill in those two blanks it's simple. I mean, to me, it's simple. The Phillies win this series if Wheeler and Nola pitch well. Uh, the Phillies do not win this series. And, and I would even limit that to, I, you know, I, I, think, I think the Phillies might lose this series if Wheeler does not win today because 
you know, obviously you don't want to fall down 0-1 in a best of three. I mean, it stands to reason that that puts you in quite a hole. But, you know, today's the game I think that they are lined up to win. Uh, like I said, they they went to uh, – you know, they, they, you know, they were, they, they had game 160 essentially circled on their calendar because they wanted to clinch by then so that they could have Wheeler and Nola lined up to go in games one and two, and they got it. So, um, you know, to me, they, they are the key and they need them to pitch well and they need them to go deep, um, you know, and they need them to, uh, to get into the seventh inning with a lead and, and, um, and that, that's their formula. Scott, uh, the one thing that I've just been fascinated by with the Phillies is kind of how they turned things around because when Joe Girardi got let go earlier in the season, I kind of thought that it was a lost cause for Phillies, and obviously they turned it around. What changed for this team? A lot of us thought it was a lost cause, you know, 22 and 29. And, and um, you know, the, the fact is that when you make a managerial change in season, the odds are not in your favor to end up making the playoffs. I mean, the last manager to do it was Jim Tracy in 2009 with the, with the Rockies to uh, – to take over a team in the middle of a season and take that team to the playoffs. So it's, it happens pretty infrequently. I would tell you that I think the timing of the move was, um, was, was probably, uh, it couldn't have been better. They, they had a pretty tough schedule the first two months of the year, played the Mets an awful lot. You remember how hot the Mets were out of the gate. Um, they made that move and the schedule softened quite a bit in, in June. And they were able to kind of get themselves right. I think against some bad teams, they also, Look, they also played really well. Um, you know, they got Harper going, and then Harper got hurt. And then they, you know, a lot of players have talked about how much deeper the roster is this year than it's been in the past. In the past, you've had top-heavy rosters with Harper and Real Muto uh, and Wheeler and Nola and Hoskins, and a lot of teams would take those five guys. Well, you know, what, you know, what followed after those guys on the roster wasn't all that great. And now the roster's a lot deeper than it was before. They've gotten contributions from people in the farm system who they didn't expect. Um, so I would tell you that it was a combination of things. I think the schedule, I think the fact that the move kind of was, it was sort of like a defibrillator, right, to, to, the, to the clubhouse. <laughs> it was like, okay, we've, we've, you know, we haven't played well. Our manager got fired. And now the bench coach takes over, and Rob Thompson's had, you know, a really good touch. Uh, he's pretty calm. He's pretty even-keeled. I don't know if you've seen any of his, his news conferences since the Phillies have been in town, uh, got in town yesterday. But, you know, <clears throat> it's... um. It's it's pretty much a, 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 a you know it's it's like nothing's a big deal. Um, he he treats everything like it's just you know a matter of matter of fact and a matter of course. And I think it's really rubbed off on the clubhouse. I think he kind of put them at ease. Maybe they felt like they were playing with house money for a while, and and they were able to sort of turn their season around. Um, um, you know that way. Scott, we appreciate the time helping us uh, preview this series from the Philly perspective. Look forward to watching this series over the weekend. I'll see you down there at the ballpark later on today and then later this weekend as well. All the best to you this weekend, and hopefully we'll talk with you again soon. You too. Thanks for having me, guys. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.